Good morning. Thank you for tuning in to United Fathers. This is Jacoby Curvin. Introduce your boy Joe Winters Jr. You know <laughs> <laughs> let's get it. Let's get it. Uh, we have a special guest here, Tiffany. Um, we're going to be talking about poly relationships, and she has a, a lot more experience than me, both me and Joe. And we're just going to be opening the floor to her and to the world about poly relationships as well. Hey, Tiffany, can you hear me? Hey, I can hear you all. Awesome, awesome, awesome. <laughs> <laughs> so so how you how you doing today tiffany you having a good day i'm having a great morning an amazing morning i'm glad to hear that i'm glad to hear that i would like to ask you that um firstly before we really get into the poly relationships um you are a mother correct yes i am okay how old is your or how many children do you have i have one child and okay. he is 10 and he is 10 okay he what's his 10 his name is, his name, we're going to call him Dumplin' for purposes, because you know, I don't want him to be embarrassed that, you know, yet about, <laughs> about mama's lifestyle. So he's, he's Dumplin'. Okay, Dumplin'. Okay, Dumplin'. <laughs> okay, so, um, <laughs> so if, if hey, you Dumplin', my bad. <laughs> <laughs> so if, if, if you don't mind me asking, the first question is, um, when did you make the decision to, um, you know, I guess become what, like, I don't know what's the proper term, but like to, to be in polygamy relationships. I don't know if that's politically correct, but like, was mm -hmm. it like after having your son? Was it before, you know, kind of explain that to us. So I can explain a little trajectory amongst like how I got into the polyamory situation. Um, polyamory has kind of been like, um, like underlining in my love life, my relationships platonically, romantically, as I was growing up in high school, I kind of just had this, you know, um, plethora of male friends, female friends. And it wasn't even like, you know, we were sexually, you know, in, in like intimate with one another. It was more like a lot of friendships, a lot of people I engaged with. And I was like, I like this guy, oh, I like him. And, you know, I'm intrigued by this person. And it was like, why do I have to pick one? Why do I have to you know, say I'm just gonna find my high school sweetheart and carry off and go to college and do the whole, you know, romantic escalator. Why do I have to do that? Yeah. So I just continue doing me. And, you know, people would say, oh, that's some player ways or you're a free agent. And it wasn't that. I just was able to appreciate the many characteristics within people and what they had to offer, what they had to bring. I was just able to like really, really say this person's amazing. Like, I don't feel like they would be you know, fair for me to just cut down just to one person and one experience. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And yeah, so that was high school. And then when I got to an adult phase, it was still the same thing. And I just, everybody would say, Tiffany, you don't like nobody. I said, I do like people. But because you don't see me in a typical monogamous relationship doesn't mean that I don't have relationships. Yeah. It, it doesn't speak to the fact that um, these relationships are not just as important. These bonds that are being formed are not just as important as any other relationship that's traditionally, you know, by, by, by society views. Yeah, that makes sense. That makes sense. So let me ask you this. Do you, um, uh, so do you find it hard? Well, I guess let me ask this question. Um, do you and the men or women, I guess, um, have... <laughs> <laughs> relationships with is this like a is this like a conversation that you talk about first type of deal or is it like you know like like kind of walk us through like what 
what does it mean if if a if a male was to introduce himself and was interested in dating you? Like, what's going to be that okay. process? Being that you're into polygamy, right? Like, what's what's that like? Well, I like saying polygamy. I like saying polyamory. Um, polyamory. Yeah, polyamory. I like that word a lot better than polygamy. But okay. it's just you know, it's context for, for right now. Okay. Um, I am not. I am not the doctor and Arthur of polyamory relationships. But I had done like a lot of research on how what it means to be ethically uh, responsible for your relationships because ethically you're making a choice to be non-monogamous and even if you are monogamous, you should be ethical in all your you know your experiences and interactions with everybody. So ethically non-monogamous means like, hey, I'm letting you know up front this is who I am. I love you. I cherish you. I'll try to grow and form bonds with you as long as you want me to. But please understand that I'm not monogamous. Um, and that can, that can be polyfidelity. You can be, you know, true to like, you know, your kitchen table poly. You can be true to your triad. Or you can just say simply, this is an open dynamic. You know, you're open to date who you want. You can, you know, explore in the, in the way that it works for you. Yeah. So poly, it has so many different little sub, I like, I like little sub threads. Mm, you open yeah. it and there's a whole box and you're like, oh, I can open another box and there's something else behind it. So basically, you know, I let somebody know ethically I'm not monogamous. Um, if someone does desire a monogamous relationship, we can go into that conversation and I can switch. It doesn't have to be all the time. I'm just going to stick to being poly. If I feel like I want to be in a monogamous situation, I can. But if I like the dynamic and my partner who I'm introducing to my life likes the dynamic of being ethically non-monogamous, then we're fine. Yeah. Um, I find that a lot of men, that's just probably a subject for another day, they, they're not really interested in that. Um, when a woman is very forward about her wants, her needs, and you know her sexuality, that she's comfortable saying that, hey, you can do what you want to do, what you need to do for you. I'm not going to crowd your space because I'm doing my own thing. Yeah, yeah. I feel that. I feel that. Before so we get um too too um too deep into it, Tiffany. Can you explain to us these subcategories that you were talking about, like triads? I've heard about triads before, which is mm -hmm. three. Um, as much as you can, can you ex can we explore that dynamic right there? Well, I don't. I don't. I'm solo poly. I can really speak to being solo poly because that's me. Um, the triad dynamic. They got so many different terms. Um, that I need to educate myself all the time about it. I'm a student forever. I'm a student of everything that I touch and I'm a student of polyamory love and communities. So, and, and I think more so, I, I hate defining what triads mean for people who are actively engaging in that. But from my understanding and my interpretation, the triad is possibly a relationship between three people. Um, maybe it forms like a V. Um, some people have hierarchical type relationships some people don't believe in hierarchy and relationships. It, it can just vary, it varies depending on like what those individuals need for themselves. It's very much a la la carte. So, so if I'm hearing correctly then, um, try, triad is more so when you say, okay, you're into polyamory, mm -hmm. um, but now you're taking not only one of your partners that you're involved in, but you're also introducing them to another and all three of y'all are now forming a relationship. Is, is that? Yeah, it's possibly, but, or three people can come together and say, we can start our own new bond 
or okay. it can be existing with two people who were in a friendship and say, I want to, I want to dive deeper into this and I meet somebody else. What do you think about this person? Or, you know, those people are all connected. Some people in that triad may have relationships with one another. Some may not. Yeah. Um, it, it really depends, you know, and it's okay. Um, if you don't want to share your relationship with the other person, yeah. you know, everybody does it differently. Um, but it, it works for a lot of people. A lot of people love it. Um, it's a group have, of three. Have you ever tried to share your relationship with another person and it didn't really work? And, and so that's the reason why you're more um, polyamorous or? Solo poly. A solo yeah, poly. Yeah, or yeah, 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 yeah. You're solo poly. Um, I'm, I'm sorry. For no, anybody I, that I'm not politically getting it correct, <laughs> I'm so sorry. I'm trying my best. <laughs> you're fine. You're, you're fine. You're fine. <laughs> Uh, and you know the poly people are going to show up and they're going to show out. So just be gentle. Be gentle with these folks here. Be gentle with Jacoby and Joe because they're, they're learning and they're interested. And, you know, right. if we don't get the terms correct, please just educate. That's all. We just ask that they educate, right. send it in and, you know, redirect. Exactly. And that's fine. You know, we exactly. don't want to tear down anybody's titles and how they, you know, define right. their relationships. You know, we're learning here. Thank you, right. Tiffany. Oh, I like that. <laughs> <laughs> Because they will come. They will come in oh, droves. Yes. Oh, and and I don't want it to happen. <laughs> they can't get shot down before I even get in the door. Right. And I'm not, and that's why I said I'm not the Arthur Pollyan because somebody will definitely come and try to like shit on my life. <laughs> oh, man. I don't want to do that. <laughs> so yeah. I'm sorry. I don't want to use explicit on your, on, okay. on your, okay. okay. No, you're good. Yeah, you're good. You're good. So, so, okay. Back, back to, back to like how, how dating you go. Yeah. Okay. So, um, typically on what date do you have the conversation? Is it like first date? Like, look, you got to let them know up front or is it kind of like, oh, yeah. I mean, I let them know up front. Why waste somebody's time? Like as far as my dating, you know, style, my relationship style, some people <laughs> might think that, you know, they're going to say, well, this is a monogamous relationship and often not. Right. I find that a lot of men don't even operate. And I hate, to, I hate to generalize. I don't find they operate from their true intentions as to why they're approaching a woman. Just, bro, just say what you want. You know, you're, you're interested in me. You're interested in her. You like to see us all. Just say that. Why, why are we hiding behind the fact that you, you've met another beautiful, intelligent woman? Why are we doing that? Mm. Okay, there's no need to do that. Um, and, you know, I'm not territorial. I think in order to date someone who is open to the fact of sharing and being in a polyamorous relationship, you have to kind of work on your, your inner ego and what your jealousy um, what your jealousy is capable of doing in interpeding on positive relationships that can happen. Yeah. Uh, huh. now, I have been researching myself here and there. I haven't researched, you know, quite a bit uh, frequently now, but when I did, it did say like what you were saying, ego, jealousy, and pretty much just communication is what needs to be worked out in these um, type of relationships and everything. Yeah. Do you think like, if you got married to someone and you're still solo piling, would you still be dating or would you get married as well? And would you all live into the, that's a triad. Mm -hmm. So never mind. Yeah, or I mean, <laughs> um, like I guess I guess it's a good way to segue like how I date and how I how I think that the trajectory to marriage, you know, or civil union would be like kind of start. Okay. I feel like I'd let people know, like for me, what solo poly means to me is that my nuclear relationships are with my son, my friends and siblings. Those are, those are, that's my home base. Um, 
how I view my romantic relationships, that's a total, that's a different category. So I do feel constricted by day to day, let's say nesting and being in home with somebody right now, because I have those other bonds that are a little bit more important to me in my life right now. Right. So I want to let someone know up front what that means for me. I need my personal space, you know, to be creatively me, to be productive and to parent without interference from another individual at this moment. So I don't, I don't date couples. That's what I let people know up front. I'm my own primary. I don't join finances at the moment or household duties with anybody until further notice. And that's just me. So you're not a unicorn. No, I'm not. And I, and I, and, and, and I, some, some people take pride in being a unicorn. Some people take pride in that. I don't, I find, um, you know, when somebody's, let me, let me, let me, let me walk y'all through something. Okay. You, you put your, you put your, 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 your little profile up on OkCupid. OkCupid is very um, much a part of the new millennial style of dating. You, you, you got categories, you're monogamous, you're not, you know, what's your flow? You can put it there. Boom. Talk to guy and guys like, I'm not monogamous. It's so nice to see you. We, you know, we dapping up virtually and we're talking and then suddenly it becomes well, I'm in a relationship and everything that I do has to be, you know, like it has to go through checks and marks with my partner. And that's fair. But, you know, she wants to vibe with you, too. And she wants to know you, too. And she wants to be in a relationship with you. She, she saw your pictures, you know, and I showed her and it becomes like like i don't know this this selection and target like you're selecting a candle i'm not a candle and that's that's how i feel about unicorn hunting i'm not for both of you all Mm -hmm. my connection doesn't have to translate to her or you know vice versa to him whoever i who approaches me and we start kicking it off doesn't mean i need to be in a relationship with any of your other partners yeah yeah and i and i feel like they force that that narrative upon others sometimes when couples are very new to opening their relationship, some of them are like um, transitioning from the swing world into saying they want to create, and I put happy marks, um, quotation marks around this, like great relationships. And they're really not, they're just looking for a unicorn. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I, uh, I I want to know your thoughts on something. Um, Going back to the comment or the statement of you don't believe men operate, from truth um, in which, and, and I have to be transparent. Like I, I do think that that's the case, but I wouldn't only say that's men, I think it's women too. And so I wanna know what, what are your thoughts on this? When I look at, um, you know, monogamous relationships, I've always felt like when people in monogamous relationships are cheating in a way that's, I mean, in all honesty, that's very similar to, um, polygamy or polyamory obviously i know in a un, like it's it's unethical i guess for you know monogamous because you're lying to your partner or whatever but i've always felt like in a way it's like well when you have two people for example that get into a relationship and both of these people go out and they cheat well realistically neither one of those people are operating from truth because if we're being honest why not just tell the other person like look bro i'm i'm doing me you're doing you we're we like one another we're hitting it off but we're not necessarily going to be you know uh, exclusive to one mm-hmm. another. Um, would you say that in that circumstance that, you know, 
I mean, they practically should basically be, you know, polyamory or, or, you know, just open relationship or as, as it pertains to, you know, operating from truth, as you were mentioning earlier. Yeah. Um, I feel like, I feel like other, when, when two people or whoever comes to that crossroad, they need to kind of check themselves check yeah. where they're operating from. Are you operating from a place of ego? And that goes for male and female. Do you just want to be wanted to the mm -hmm. point where I want someone to solely focus everything on me that my ego will die if you do not. Mm. And um, I think a lot of people feel that I am special. I am the only one in this world. And that's what society, American society has taught a lot of us in school individually that we are so original, we're so special. And then we get into this adult world and okay, like, you know, you just another number here. So I think some people need to organically find themselves and say, you know, back to the rich, like origins of themselves and say, I'm okay with being a part of somebody else's life that's sharing their life with somebody else. It means it, it takes nothing away from me that someone enjoys spending time with someone else. It takes nothing away from me that someone um, enjoys doing particular, you know, some particular activities that I'm not interested in. Why are you forcing yourself to watch sports? Do you like sports, sis? Yeah. Mm. You, you sit in there and you're wasting your time. And, you know, there's a chick that really enjoys sports and he keeps going to the bar to catch her there or go to the little watch parties and shorty's there. And they really vibing. And that's the activity that they like to do together. Mm. Why you got to show up and, and stop it like that, you know? Yeah. Y'all yeah. need to have a conversation. He, he likes doing other things that you don't like doing. And that goes for men, too. She likes doing things that you don't like doing. Maybe she needs a brother that likes going to the art museum. He likes kicking yeah. it, you know, at the lounge, you know, listening to yeah. Neo Soul. Can she not enjoy that time with somebody who likes doing that? Yeah. Yeah. No, I've, I feel that. I feel that. I've, I've always, I've always felt like, you know, when it comes to monogamous relationship, if an individual is going to cheat, I, I think that it's, I'm one of those people that just felt like you should have always been transparent and just straight up being like, Hey man, I want to, I want to mess around with not only you, but other people. I like other people, da, 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 this and that, and let other person decide if they feel the same way and, and willing to move forward or if they, don't feel the same way and don't want to waste their time. You see what I'm saying there? Right, right. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but yeah. I think people are worried about society and what society thinks. Oh, you you allowing somebody to treat you like that and you don't think highly of yourself? No, my highest, my self-esteem is the highest that it could ever be. My confidence level yeah. is the highest that it ever could be because I'm minding my business. Yeah. Be, for yeah. me, yeah. I'm happy. I'm sleeping at night good because yeah. ethically... I um I let the person know where I was at. They let me know where facts. I was at, and I'm rubbing my toes together at night, sleeping good in this Big bed. Facts. Big facts. No, I agree with that. I agree with that. I mean, hey, I respect you for that too. But it sounds like you actually have been like what you like you said earlier that you actually did your research and everything, and you have experience, which I love. Like, because I'm transitioning to it a little bit of polyamorous. And um, I'm not. I'm. I'm be honest. I'm not trying to do solo poly. Um, I want it all. Um, mm -hmm. but, He's like, I, I want it all. I want it all, goddammit. You know, um, <laughs> I, I, I only laugh for, for the listeners that's listening because I can see Jacoby's face. So seeing how he's <laughs> hilarious. I'm being dead serious. <laughs> but I'm, I'm going to be respectful in the way uh, in, in, in all um, and only find women who want to be in that type of relationship. Yeah. Um, 
have, how many times have like you said earlier that a lot of men don't like it um, or are not too open about it? Um, how many men though, and like how how open are they when they are? Like, what are y'all? What is the conversation about? How does it go through? Can you walk us uh, through it? So when we when we let's say a lot of a lot of the exchanges that you have is probably going to be online. It's like it's very rare you're going to meet somebody in person. Like in the grocery store, like what's up? You do kitchen table poly, like over the meat section, like that's not gonna like really go down like that. So a lot of times, um, you know, somebody who is open to that that dynamic, you might find them on, you know, let's say Facebook, a Facebook group, you know, um, online dating, okay, Cupid, you know, like I told you, it's very pro like millennial relationships and whatever. So how how it goes is kind of like you know, buddy will introduce himself, you know the current dynamic he's on and he might ask you, well, what, what, what are your interests are? Well, I would like a, you know, I would like to do solo poly, you know, that's just how I operate. Oh, well, dang, I'm trying to ask somebody to me and queen. Well, that's not what I'm looking for. And then it starts this riff, like almost at some point, who do you, who, who do you think you are to demand what you want or to exercise or vocalize what it is that you want from a relationship. It, it becomes an issue for some men who call themselves or associate with themselves being polyamorous. Mm. Um, and that's not what polyamory is about. It goes both ways. It's not what you think this, you know, hotel-like relationship where, you know, you, you the center of the world, you got two females and two women, excuse me, before they come for me about saying females, two women, you got two women and you know you 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 the king of you the king of it you know you the king of it all and that's what a lot of men I run into that's what they want and when I say I don't I don't see that for myself it becomes a complete breakdown and issue then I get you know I get angry text messages oh you know from I the man oh yeah oh, uh, wow. like cause, because it's like oh yeah because it's like you're slipping out of our grasp here mm. you are open to a dynamic that is not that's very taboo but yet you're not all the way in with the way that they are pollying. Mm. Now it's like they try to go on this, you know, focus group presentation to convince me that I should join their, their poly life and raise my child. And that's not what I want. I'm very a free individual. Leave me alone. I told you what it works for me and leave me be my, my ultra, like my ultra wish is to possibly be in a relationship with two males and I'd be the female and I'd be the queen of the household. Right. And you know, they, they don't need to be in a relationship at all. I'll make this clear. And some people might get jumpy about, again, people judging people for their sexuality and orientation. I, I don't want two men to be in a relationship with one another at all. Yeah. And you'll find that in poly world, people get jumpy when you start putting labels and saying what you won't deal with or what you won't tolerate. And everybody in them say this for once. Everybody has the right to say what they want to put up with and what they, they don't want to. It sounds contradicting if they are yeah. going to be jumping down your throat about that um it doesn't make any sense um if they do i mean because that's what you, you know you know you know what i would say though and and please correct me if i'm wrong tiffany but i think that's what would technically separate the people that are going to live the lifestyle ethically versus non-ethically if you're going to live it ethically you understand that a motherfucker can say what the what they want how right. they want and you respect right. that because they're being honest with you they're being transparent right. and someone is, you so i'm right with that right you're right you're right but again if they come for me they come for me this is my truth yeah okay without yeah. being transphobic without being homophobic you 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 don't have a voice to say what you don't want to put up with and sometimes in poly world i feel like it gets 
those themes cross. And once you say, I don't want to involve myself with, cert with, with this, you become phobic. And mm -hmm. I don't like that. Mm -hmm. I am very much pro-trans life, pro-trans um, bisexuality, you know, you know, like pro-bisexuality, pro-gay, whatever the hell you want to be. I identify myself as queer, but I have the right to feel how I feel about somebody else who's dealing with me and, you know, how does their sexuality engage with my life? Others will tell you their sexuality has nothing to do with you. Listen, again, do, I would not be ethical if I didn't say what was working for me. Yeah, facts, facts, facts. That's another argument for another day. Yeah. Well, you don't get no argument from me, so. Yeah, sure. And we with you. The poly people gonna come for me, they gonna come for my neck, they gonna be like, sis, you transphobic, sis, you you trans, you, you homophobic, and I'm not. I cry for those marginalized groups. I support those groups, but I know what I want for myself, and I have the right to say what I don't want. Yeah, yeah, I feel that. No, I, I respect that 110%. Man, so, so let me ask you this then. So moving, moving forward to... That was a whole other tangent. I'm sorry. That probably did not answer <laughs> your question. No, 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 you're good. You're good. So, so moving forward to parenthood a little bit. Yeah. Um, you know, just how do you see, how do you see, you know, earlier you said you didn't want, you didn't want to embarrass your son. And so, but when, 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 you know, when are the conversations, I guess, do you see would be had if they would be had, you know, how they would be had, you know, like, I don't know, um, like, like can, can you just kind of speak to, you know, what you see that dynamic being around your child? Yeah. I'm going to be honest and I'm not going to front, you know, to make it seem good and juicy. I don't really involve much of my partners right now around my child. I know it's very important for children to see their mothers or fathers who are single parenting to be loved. It's very important for children to see that someone's loving you, you know, whole, like all the way around, you know, it's a, it's, it's an, an approach that works to show that children are developing with sound minds to be emotionally intelligent with others. Yeah. I have not ventured into that yet because I, want to know whoever I'm, I'm introducing is going to be around um, even if we don't have the traditional relationship so to speak so I have not really divulged how mommy loves others to my to my dumpling yet um, but I've made it clear for myself however dumpling wants to love when he's older I support and that means on any level however he chooses to love as a young black man in America as long as it's healthy it's safe and he's respecting others yeah I, I want him to do that that's beautiful. That's good. That's good. And that's actually very smart how you're playing, um, playing it because some people who, who do monogamous relationships fuck that up completely by introducing people after people after people. Facts. Um, so it's the same thing. Um, you know, I, I give you props up in your flowers for that one. I really love it. Thank yeah. you. Everybody doesn't, you know, get access. And, I, and these, the, again, I bet the people for myself, right? Mm -hmm. But Dumplin' is on another totem pole that I can't, I have to protect all the way around, like with a fortress. He, I have to protect his interests first. Yeah. Just because the person's good for me doesn't mean that they're good for him. Amen. Yeah. I'm his advocate Facts. first and Facts. foremost. Right. Facts. Big facts. So if, if they aren't good for you, like if you, you do get to a point where they are good for you, but they aren't, they're showing once you, they do get in that circle with your, with dumpling and they're not good for him, do you, um, like, cut it off? Um, I, so, 
in the past, I've had one person who I believe was really, really great for me. Um, and they expressed to me like, hey, they don't want children of their own. And, you know, we might have did one or two outings with Dumplin' because he was like, hey, I'd really love to be, you know, engage with you and your child at the same time. Like, there's some interest, like he was an engineer and he liked to show my son some STEM stuff, some things like go and, you know, show him some of that. And, you know, I, I, we did, we did the events and he was really good. Um, but he did not want to be a figure, I guess, um, you know, like a parental figure or even a supportive figure for him. Like a, you know, you don't have to, like I said, I don't want anybody jumping in my parenting necessarily right now, but you know, he does not, he didn't want that, that place, you know, a permanent fixture. And I feel like when you introduce, um, people, you know, people to children, you know, you got to kind of judge, like, what's the momentum of this? Are, are we running yeah. into this too fast? Is this too slow? Like, what is, what is your plan for this child? Because, you know, if you're not, if you're not, you know, probably, you know, wanting to be a steady, a steady, like, fixture or constant, you know, person in this child's life, then we probably need to, like, cut this back. Yeah. I love yeah. it. Yeah. So I've cut it back and I said, like, let's just, we do adult things together. Yeah. And that's it, you know, and yeah. that, w- that was fine. Yeah. Smart move. Oh, you, you have been enlightening us um, in the audience about the polyamorous, polyamorous. Yeah, I said it correctly. <laughs> Instead of poly, <laughs> poly um, whatever. Uh, I like polyamorous more now. <laughs> um, but you have been really enlightening us and giving us a lot of gems about this situation. I really, I love it. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm I, gonna ask you, I do want to ask you one question that, that I, you know, just really want to make sure, I guess I'm, I'm clear and understanding on. Um, so in polyamorous and all of the, what do we call them? Like subcategories, mm-hmm. uh, how, what does it mean to be ethical versus unethical? Oh, that's a great question. Um, I implore um, if you, you know, your listeners are really interested in divulging into this to read um, the ethical slut. The ethical so, slut. The the, uh, the the ethical slut. <laughs> so, that, I, you, I knew I heard you correct the first time. <laughs> this, this is a book, right? This is a book. It's a book. It's a book. But, so okay. it's the book. ethical slut by Janet W. Hardy and Dulcy Easton. Okay. Um. It's a, it's a practical guide to polyamory, open relationships with freedom and sex and love. And I feel like reading, reading that material, it, it is the foundational work, I believe, for you checking yourself, what you want, what you need before introducing yourselves to other people. Because some people don't have polyfidelity. Some people don't do fluid bonding. I think what makes it ethical and unethical is how you define for yourself like what you're willing to do and find another party that says this works with me bro if this is sound yeah if they say this is sound then y'all roll with that but you might join somebody else and you'd be like i kicked it with so-and-so but did y'all did y'all use protection um no now the person is upset because that's not how they roll you you, Mm -hmm. you're supposed to use protection so now there's a there's a there's an issue here there's a there's a conflict of interest right there or some ethical, unethical stuff is going on right there. Interesting. Okay. 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 And one more, one more time for our listeners. What's the name of that book? It is called the ethical slut. Okay. 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 I'm gonna, just by, I'm Jan- myself. By, Jan- <laughs> by Janet W. Hardy and Dulcie Easton. 
Facts, facts. So, okay, so but before we get out of here, if there was anything that you would want men to know mm-hmm. um, as it pertains to your lifestyle and being a mother within that lifestyle, what would it be? Hmm, that is a deep, imploring question. Um, <laughs> what would that be? I, I want them to know that um, I have complete control over what I'm doing for me and mine. Um, I'm not confused. I feel like I am not to be, um, you know, used in, in a manner like I feel like, you know, you could be very upfront with me, very real. That's what I want men to know for anyone, any mother that is in this lifestyle or anybody, we, we come in all walks, right? So yeah. to respect, you know, to respect the boundaries that's being put there to, you know, leave your ego where it's at and to be open-minded to, you know, the dynamics of the person that you're dealing with, like, you know, what, what, what parameters they have set, what they don't have set and what they're okay with. Um, and be honest. That's what I would like for men to know, just to be honest. There's nothing wrong with, you know, you saying what you truly want and us shaking hands and separately going our own ways. There's nothing wrong with that. Big facts. I actually like to piggyback off of that. Being honest is fucking amazing. You never know what you'll get um, until you actually be honest. Like you may get, you may get uh, a Tiffany here. You may get <laughs> someone who is actually meant for you and you never know because you, you, you don't open your mouth up and be honest about the situation and what you want. Yeah. Gotta be honest. Gotta be honest. So can you tell our listeners where we can find you on Instagram or Facebook? Um, on fa- I, I'm a, I'm a power user of Facebook. So I like live priest L I V P R I E S T. I do accept all, um, all ads from most people who are interested. I do talk about poly life sometimes on my page. Sometimes I don't. Um, but yeah, I think Black and Poly is a great F- Facebook group. It's full of information. So if your listeners are really interested in some OGs and some people who really do this every day, all day, they should definitely check out Black and Poly. You were dropping a lot of gems here. I'm I'm about to download OK Cupid. I'm about to read Ethical Slut. <laughs> I'm about to get into this. <laughs> oh wait, wait, wait! That's what y'all were saying. The whole slut. Yes. yes. <laughs> I thought that was saying like spit or some ethical slut. The oh, ethical shit. slut. Okay. Okay. There we go. Okay. Makes sense. Rings a bell. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, go well, ahead, Jacob. I do appreciate you coming over here, Tiffany. Oh my gosh. The flowers and the gems that you have given given to us have been amazing. Truly. Um, you have opened the door for me even more. And I hope that I can I don't get shot like we said earlier before I get in the dough. Um, I hope my path in this poly, because I'm about to take it, <laughs> has is going to be well, um, and I'm going to definitely be ethical about it. About it, yes, for sure. I wish you all the best in your journeys, and I hope you guys, you know, you guys enrich each other's lives, and you love what you do, and whatever it doesn't work, you can stop and say we could take a break on this, and we can come back to it. You don't have to continue. Yeah, yeah. Be who you are. Be who you are. I really love that. Thank you for joining us today, Tiffany. Thank you. You're welcome. Bye, Bye, Jacoby. Thank you. I appreciate you. You're blessed, Tiffany. Thank you. Y'all would be good. Bye-bye. Bye. Far. Um. I'm ready for it. I'm ready for it. I'm ready for it. Ready for it.